what up, what up, everybody? This is Darion from Live Life Fearless. Welcome back to another episode of The Fearless Show. Today's date is June 28, 2018. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Reese Walker. Say what up to everybody. It's good, everybody. Welcome back to The Fearless Show. I am so glad to be here with a special guest, artist, <laughs> Miss Sarah Walker. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Sarah McDary. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Living Life Fearless family. Say your name again, because I flopped all over it. Yeah, for sure, did. I was going to Just, like, fully. Just introduce yourself better than me. My name is Sarah Sada Megdari Megdari. And I'm an artist as well. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I mean, what do you do? All kinds of things. Um, for money, I work for two photographers <laughs> at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I manage a photography studio and work as a project manager for another photographer. And for me, I my work is photography, video, and a lot of installation. And you also of shoot all of our interviews. And I also shoot all of the Living Life Fearless <laughs> interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. A lot of things. That's like, you uh. know, I could go on <laughs> about the random stuff that I do <laughs> to make a dollar. Before we start, let me just ask you, what's it like being a photographer in New York? It's strange. You know, people would think it would be, you know, the best kind of environment to be in, but it's actually, I think, the hardest environment to be in as a photographer because everybody is a photographer. Right. It seems like. Everybody's a photographer, (laughs) you know? And everybody is doing something creative, and especially if you want to get in touch with, like, a community of some sort, uh, it's really hard to kind of get in because they're so used to people photographing them yeah like it's not it's not like a good thing here it's not Mm -hmm. it's not like a great thing to do street photography here because so many people do it and people are just Mm. done with it you know over it kind of so you would think it's like a great place to do to photograph but it's like oh my god how many times do you need to see a picture of Times square (laughs) You know, True. like how many times do you really need to see yeah. it with Instagram now on a like daily basis? Yeah, every day for sure. Yeah, so it's <laughs> actually like kind of a hard place to be a photographer. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a weird place. Oh. <laughs> yeah, New York's crazy. Yeah, like I think it would be more interesting to be it's in kind a of like- small town somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But I feel like it's kind of like in like Colorado or some shit where like. All you see are like mountains and stuff, like like artists that only like do their own regional thing aren't like really like I don't know, there's a weird Yeah. I mean there's it's like a double edged sword. Like New York has that, but also because if you are from a small town you're exposed to so so many different people, so many different languages and cultures and environments. And so that can be inspirational to you yeah. as well. 
and like help you figure your work out in that way. Probably more opportunity to be like creative more. and like get outside the box. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great environment for that too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all basically met in Colorado. Well, you guys met in Colorado, and I met you through Doris. So Colorado yeah. for sure is like very homogenous in that area and like hasn't changed in years so yeah yeah colorado's the same Pretty except much. for the the migration yeah well you could think, <laughs> thank weed for that for sure uh, yeah the the um <laughs> the, the green rush yeah. ladies and gentlemen everybody's getting out there now for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah that's i'm that's why i'm glad i left honestly because it was like it was just awkward meeting people that are like moving there for weed like yeah. I, I met so many random people and that this is four years ago yeah when i was just leaving people were like oh yeah me and my whole family moved here for family business and shit and i'm like what well it did make the prices just, of like my dad's house go way up for sure yeah yeah but like everybody's yeah. paying cash now out there too so it's Right. <laughs> Crazy. Interesting. But yeah. Well, Colorado's weird. We're talking about art, um, especially in New York. So before we get into anything, just have there been any art shows you guys have been a part of or that you've seen recently that kind of struck you or stood out to you? I saw Doris Instagram. You had some installation you were a part of. Correct. Yeah. Well, there's a few things. You had that uh, performance. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, I recently was able to do a performance for the first time in public. I've done performances in front of a camera before, which is much more controlled. I have a lot more power over what's going on and what I decide to show to the public. But when you do a performance in public, in front of everybody, it's like live. (laughs) So it's very different and you have no idea how people are going to react or who's going to be there or how people are going to um, be able to see your work. Or who, you know, if somebody's on this side of the room is seeing somebody, something completely different from somebody from this side of the room. So Mm. it was really interesting um, and I was very nervous, but actually freakishly calm right before (laughs) it happened. Uh, It was a really good experience and I think I'm going to do it again. um, It was at the... uh, So I'm... Iranian American. I grew up in a majority Muslim family and a majority Muslim in the Islamic Republic of Iran and majority Muslim community. But my mom was American. Well, my mom was a Christian American. So I had this um, influence that was different from the rest of the people my you know the rest of my cousins and my, my the people I went to school with and i my family moved to the US when i was 17 so then i was exposed to um american culture in a on a whole another way and so a lot of my work comes from this duality and being bicultural and having access to these both cultures in such kind of a seamless way you know I can speak English without an accent and I read the way I read and it's like you know um easy for me to navigate 
society here and it's the same for me in Iran I can go back and I put my hijab on and I read the way I read and I blend in and I speak the language and so the work was about um uh, so in in Shia Islam you once as a woman as a girl once you turn nine you start your religious duties and part of your duty is to um, cover and uh, it's like I have to explain so much <laughs> like, <laughs> like so part of the covering so it's tra- covering is translated differently in different Middle Eastern countries right so that's why you see all these different Middle Eastern women in different garb and different amounts of covering based off of what country they're from because that's how they translated covering as Right? Yeah. So in my country, it's considered to cover your hair and to cover your private areas and to dress modestly and not to attract sexual attention specifically. But so we would wear our hijab every day when we go out, when we went out in public. And it was such like, it was like putting on your shirt, you know, it's such a natural thing to do. And, um, it was something that you have familiarity with and it's a piece of fabric that you have this relationship with. Um, and so my performance was putting on my hijab and putting on my cover and allowing people to see this really personal experience. Yeah. Because as a Muslim woman, you don't show your hair in public. Yeah. So, uh, so, so people don't see that transition from this to covered you know like and it's crazy because people here see it as such a drastic thing and it's so and it brings so much bias all of a sudden your complete character changes and the way people react to you completely changes just for this square piece of cloth you know and so Mm -hmm. my performance was trying to slow down this transition and showing showing putting on the cover and that relationship and how many different ways it could be put on and how many different styles there are and then taking it off because that's also a very personal experience and that's also just like putting it on you have that comfort you you feel that mm-hmm. taking it off is also a special sense of release and you know it's just it's something really beautiful and it's not seen that way so I was trying to show that with my performance so I I, it was kind of a dance in a way I kept spinning around and then really slowly putting it on and taking it off and then trying to make eye contact with people so they could really see me. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, what would what were the reactions <laughs> to that? Uh, some people, you know, eye contact can really make some people uncomfortable. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think the setting we were in, everybody was very polite, you know, and was quiet and was there to watch and not specifically react vocally or anything like that but i felt some connections with some people 
like I felt in that moment of us acknowledging each other and them watching me going through this that there was like a connection between us and I felt like I did what I needed to do even if it was just for those few people that I felt a yeah. connection with you know I mean, but it felt good I kind yeah. like a really powerful thing for sure like I think like so like if somebody's being racist and like yelling some crazy stuff whatever and then like you make eye contact with that person most of the time like yeah. they stop almost immediately or like yeah. they feel yeah. like they feel like almost ashamed and like yeah. they kind of see like that that because when you, they see I don't know, you. something about that eye connection for sure that changes yeah. like people's whole like interactions with each other and like yeah you know yeah, because when you lock eyes, you don't even see the rest almost anymore, yeah, you know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it's just like that connection. Mm, for sure. I think that's, like, dangerous, too, about, like, eye-locking, because that's also, mm-hmm. like, a reason for fights and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you looking like, at me for? It's just, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> so, like, it's so it, strong. Yeah, it's, it's a really very strong, strong reaction. What you yeah. staring at? fuck you staring at like, yeah, like <laughs> you walk through every day and makes, people try to avoid eye contact like all the time like, yeah, the yeah most, it makes you know. people so uncomfortable yeah, yeah. I mean that kind of brought me to like something I read today too like the Netherlands uh, I guess they just banned the full face coverings in all of their country so yeah. it's interesting like that correlation that's still going on in other parts you know yeah, I mean France has had, France has a long history <laughs> with being Islamophobic, xenophobic, yeah. which is kind of crazy because that population of like Muslims in France is huge. Like I was over yeah. there for a year and it's massive out there. So it's like yeah. a large percentage of their population. So I don't know how that. I think that's part of like the aggression too. It's because they feel yeah. like <gasps> they're taking over our country. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all I'd say is, I mean, what, what do you think other countries felt when you were doing the same thing? You know, like legitimately exactly. taking them over. Karma just living is a bitch. You know, that's what I think. <laughs> right? Like every so time, what do you think was gonna happen? Like, like not just <laughs> living there, but like legit. Like I mean, like for yeah. example, like France. Keeping on France, like there's like this weird thing with like black people too, like how that certain people and yeah. that were running for their, I don't know if it's president, prime minister, whatever. Wanted like less immigrants, less black people, and less like Muslims. But the only reason that all these black people in France, which is honestly, it's a like outside of the U.S., it's the most black people I've ever seen in the country. Yeah, the population is so huge there because they have colonized so many countries in like Africa and like the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, if you're gonna colonize these places, you want to live there. It goes both ways, so it's like, all right, exactly. you come here, so like, we about to go over there, you know. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you expect. Like, it's like, why do I speak why, your like, language if I yeah, can't right. go exactly. speak your language? Yeah, right. Right. Like, in North like, yeah. Africa speaks French. Yeah, yeah. Like, in Haiti, you speak French. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah. So what do you yeah. expect? Yeah, yeah. Right. It's funny. It's <laughs> super hypocritical like, for sure. <laughs> you wanted us to come right. back, otherwise you wanted our land. So like, hey, you know, you gave us. You said they will get citizenship for France. It's all okay. We'll come there too. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I like it. It's funny. It's just yeah. funny to watch people get so upset about things that they wouldn't have been upset when they were doing them. So, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that too. I was like, if if immigrants start calling themselves settlers, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> Manifest. Like, <man. laughs> I'm gonna call my <laughs> like. Let's change this up. Like we're, we're yeah. settlers. We're not immigrants. We're settlers. Like oh, yeah. I mean, isn't that random? Now? Like I mean, we're going through it again with like 
Mexico and all the South America. Bro, that shit right is so fucked up, man. Like, because it's been going on for a while, but then, like, it went up a notch. It, like, people got engaged and, like, rallied to, like, try to, like, aid. Um, there's, there's a lot of volunteers helping ICE right now to get people and, and separate families. Well, hold on. It's great. Freeze and unfreeze your camera real quick. You're frozen. Oh, Lord. But, I mean, you. I think you can just go ahead and attribute that almost exclusively to Trump for creating, like, this hysteria. Yeah. Eh. Exclusively? Almost. I won't say he created <laughs> that hysteria, but he's, like, put so much feel to the fire, bro. Like, it's... I think that's the... Es- yeah, it was definitely he high definitely, already, like, but escalated he definitely... escalated to an entirely different level. He keeps he keeps he keeps doing it. Yeah, it's like he has he has a, a backpack full of of different cans of gasoline. Yeah. that he's just walking by fires. Like I know I'm supposed <laughs> to put that out, but they gave me this stuff instead. I think it says highly flammable. Does that put fires out? Like I mean, what? but it's kind of strategic because it takes a lot of focus off of all the shit that's like surrounds him personally. Instead yeah. of focusing on all that, like you're focused on like all the immigration and all, all this, like it's, you know, it's all just a play. It's weird, man. All he has to do is send out a tweet and then everyone stops talking about politics. <laughs> like, it's so wild. All he has to do is mention somebody's name in a tweet and then politic talk is done with. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they're mad at, what did I do? Oh, I'm going to say something about Kanye. He's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a con man. He's a very good con man, bro. I can tell you that, man. Yeah. If nothing else. But let's talk about somebody. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Trump gets a lot of talk. But um Darice, what I think you were just in a installation. I don't know if it was a show or just Oh yeah, we had a show. Um it was a group show at this uh gallery protege in Chelsea. It's cool. Um both had two works in there, uh new new pieces that I made this year. Um, cardboard that turned out pretty dope. No, actually, one's on a, a like cabinet door. It's about like this big, maybe like twenty four inches tall okay. or less. And um, it was like this old like hardwood solid, and it had like this little archway on the top and like this little like flower engraving. So I decided to like turn it into a, like an art object. And uh, yeah, I think it turned out pretty dope. I like ended up carving out some ha- like hands coming down like this, yeah. and then I. I screwed in um, into the door a chain with two screws in the palms. So there's a chain going across the palm, you know. And uh, you I think it now? turned out you, pretty dope. You sculpted now? Oh man, <laughs> that shit is actually so much fun. It's just like because I'm in New York, there's no space. So I'm definitely, I like if I could get a lot of space, bro, I would be, I'd be building shit. Like I'd probably be, <laughs> I'd definitely be a sculptor yeah. if I had the space. But right now I'm on that that small time sculpture stuff. But okay. I did do a large scale drawing that was about uh, like 40 inches or so, or more tall. So it's like that was a nice one uh, in my Subway Angel series. And it's a charcoal drawing on a linen uh, board, so it's pretty dope. But yeah. Sarah also had two photographs. Did you want to talk about those photographs? Yeah, I had two photographs that I recently took in Iran. I was able to go back home December through January for about a month to see my family and 
Um, I Every time I go back, I always photograph the women in my family. I don't know why, but I always do. And I uh, photo usually photograph my girlfriends as well. I only photograph women. I never photograph a man. <laughs> and Reverse sexism. Isn't that what they would say? <laughs> no, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> it's not, but they'll say no, it is. No, it's not a thing. Um, no, it's just I think I have access to something that, you know, photography is also such a male-dominated field. And so, you know, women photographers, especially Iranian women photographers, are rare. And so they, you know, you just don't see that many photos from... They get the fresh that, new Like a personal, like, yeah, personal, intimate, inside type of thing. Because especially in Islam, women are spend most of the time inside because, you know... So, but like, not, not because of, you know, oppression or whatever, but it's just cultural. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of men don't have access to that. So I end up doing, uh, I feel, I don't know, I guess I just find myself in those spaces, mm -hmm. but I showed a photograph of my cousin's child, Dina, uh, and a more environmental photo of my grandmother's house. You just have to see it. I can't explain. It yeah. So where well. can people? <laughs> well, you could see it at Gallery Protege. <laughs> yeah, right now you can see the Gallery. Right now Protégé. you can see it. On, you can see it. You can see one of them on my Instagram. <laughs> Boom. What's your Instagram? Uh, at S Z Megdari, which you're gonna put down on the video later. We're gonna, so. yeah, we're gonna put it in <laughs> the description and the, the timestamps. My last like, name is not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna plug it in. But yeah, yeah. Galley Protege, uh, it's up till August 10th, I believe. So it's up for a while. Nope. Oh. Um, in Chelsea, downtown New York. Yeah. But it was a, it was re it was a really cool show because we don't get to show together that often. Yeah, and to and we were both around the same wall, so it was kind of cool to for to see people like go from one to another. Yeah, and just yeah. get hit hit <laughs> twice. Yeah, so I liked it. It was cool. Yeah. Any uh, big name shows going on through New York right now? Uh, There's a show at the New Museum. Um, Camila. Oh, gosh. What's her full name? I can't remember wait, exactly. Who does? Camila Rashid? Yeah, Camila Johnson? Rashid. Like the, I don't think her last name is Johnson. Oh, just maybe Rashid then. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's tight. Yeah. Okay. New Museum. Yeah, at the New Museum... I think her piece is called... Oh, gosh. I should look this up. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want to say it wrong. Pause for a moment. <laughs> now I can keep chopping it up. Um, I'm trying to think about if I've heard of anything. I think Malik Bay has a show at Jack Shaneman. Well, has a photography show. It's post-Domus. Post mm. But... Um, 
he's an African photographer who who photographs these fucking amazing shots, just like with pattern and uh, they're mostly black and white. So his work's dope. Well, I heard but, of this. I heard of this group show uh, called Was It Painting Now and Forever? I don't know if you heard of that. Oh, that show. Yes. I heard about that show. I haven't gone to that. I said it's like across um, like five different locations. It's like some group big. It's like part three or something. Yeah. So. Uh, All I remember is a call for the artist in that. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. All I remember is an email about it. <laughs> and you didn't respond? Like, nah. <laughs> I don't well, know. It's supposed to be a big one, man. So it's showing the work of like 45 uh, artists across five uh, spaces. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like it's harder to get into than it than it appears. Probably, <laughs> but it's probably dope. Um, I don't know. It's summertime in New York. Some the art season in New York in the summertime is weird because a lot of people leave New York in the summertime because they Cause have like Hamptons stuff. And, yeah, like, and New York they go to their Hampton house. Disgusting. Yeah, so you know, the summertime is the time to make the work, <laughs> and then the fall is when all the shows happen. No, summertime's just too hum- too humid out there. People gotta get Yeah, nobody out. wants to yeah, go. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to be outside. Nobody wants to be here. <laughs> yeah. So this, I'm sorry, I just want to say this correctly. So oh, the show at the new museum is called The Black School by Camila Janan Rashid, and she's a Muslim woman. And it's a really interesting show because the way she has set it up, set, sets it up, like, it's her personal archive of all, like, these historical brochures and magazines and, and documents from, you know, so many years past that she's collected. And you can come to the museum and you can read through everything, you can touch everything, and you can make copies of everything. So you can actually like it's like a learning center it's type like of love. Yeah. yeah, it's interactive, mm. but you can you can you know you can literally make copies like that never happens. Yeah, yeah. you can make copies and take it with you. Yeah, so it's like cool. almost like a library kind of a yeah. setup, mm-hmm. but with like a certain genre of information. Yeah, I've never seen that. So it's really cool. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and she's really great. She's like a super nerd. Yeah, she's Real amazing. Smart. I've yeah. met her before. You probably met her. She's like really friendly and like really, really smart. Yeah, like, really smart. She's definitely an artist I look up to just as like, you know, she's just like right there above, you know, but like working and doing all the right things. So mm-hmm. her work, I mean, she's in the new museum, which is yeah, she's a major really young show. And she's teaching at, and she teaches in your department now. I don't know. Oh, if you know yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's she's this year, just though. She got hired. That's yeah. this year, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, she's killing it. Yeah, she's killing it, for yeah. sure. Oh, my homeboy. One of our boys, uh, Delano. Yeah. Um, we shot... Uh, interview with him. Of interview of with fearless. Delano Dunn. Delano Dunn. Yeah, he's yeah. got another show. Um, this show, I believe he brought up in the, sh- in the interview, though, about... Um, oh, let me look up the title. But, um, yeah, that shows that the Gateway... Projects, formerly Gateway Projects, they just changed their name. What is it called now? The studios? Whatever. Project for Empty Space in Newark, New Jersey. Um, Delano Dunn's basically been in a year-long residency, and they give him a studio space for for that year, and they have programming 
around like his art practice. So um, coming soon, there's going to be a um, an, a guided art tour and uh, a little workshop he's going to do with collaging because a lot of his work has to do with collage. Mm. Um, I'm I might be able to make it out to that. That would be lit. Um, this is the one he mentioned though in the interview. Yeah, yeah, Dreams of Fire and Starshine. Okay. Um that one's all, that's up till August tenth. Um yeah. Delano Dunn, he's killing it. Uh project for empty space. Um yeah. Like I said, go check out the interview if you want to know more about Delano's work. And uh make it to the show in Jersey if you can. Hmm. Yeah. Have you heard of an artist called uh, Kaylin Malias? She has like collages and stuff that I saw the other day. They reminded me like of of his type of collages where it's like super bright and it's like got the gold foil and like different colors. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And it's about uh, oh. black characters for sure. And oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. You should definitely look her up because it's. Is it with a C or a K? K. Kaylin K Y L A N. Lost. Uh, what's her, her, last name? her IG. Her IG handle. I'll just say is lost under underscore in the island. For sure, like those collages are pretty crazy. Not okay. like reminding me very. What's much her last name? Work. I was looking her up. Uh, Malia. You said Kaylin Malia. I believe. Hmm. Well, but like I said, just check her IG. On the lost underscore in the island. Oh, okay. Word, but no, I'm not familiar. Yeah, but you should, like I said, she does a lot of collage work that's very similar to kind of his style. And it's pretty dope. Got it. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I've probably seen their work, maybe. Huh. That's funny. Yeah, I like that. A little Afrofuturistic. Yeah. So everybody she should three, go check that out. She posts her nice. photos three times every time. Make sure you don't miss it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's, it's nice. That's kind of cool. It looks good when you scroll down yeah. the page. <laughs> that's well, cool. So you can never just post a single photo because they don't like screw up the whole thing. No, but it's at different angles. Exactly. Like some of them are more zoomed in and some of them is more outward. Outward. Well, that's cool. Very cool. Dope. Yeah, check it out, you guys. Um, so, speaking of like interactive art exhibit, I guess they're getting bigger now because San Francisco just opened another one. You mm-hmm. know how they get the color museum out there and all that? And uh, I think it was what the ice cream factory, I think it was called, or something like that, with the sprinkles and everything. But they just did another one with like all inflatable art. It's like in the uh, entire exploratorium out there. I guess it's becoming like a bigger thing. Where was it? It's in San Francisco. San Francisco. Very Interesting. Cool. I don't know. That's weird. It's like all balloons and lights, and there's like a 50 foot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like more of an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. For, definitely for Instagram photos and, you know. Yeah. The selfie yeah. kingdom. Welcome to our selfie kingdom. It looks like if you were on psychedelics, it'd be a crazy walkthrough for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you could handle that on psychedelics. That sounds 
You don't want to. You don't want to walk into some shit that's easy to get lost when you're sober. See, and like, like hundred foot. You good? Balloon whale energy, like with lights. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's real. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> you probably have a heart attack. <laughs> so I read something else, like really interesting. I guess uh, some guy. What's his name? Christopher. What was his name? Christopher. Latimiel and Wolfgang George Dorf. I'm sure I fucked those up. But they're doing like a scent museum, like art the museum thing oh, or what? exhibit. So they're For pairing scents. like artwork artwork with like different uh, scents and smells because he's like a perfumer. And uh, oh wow, so like that's, while people are like smelling, end. smelling these like different senses, <laughs> they're changing the artwork job. as people are like listening or watching it, and they're saying like. And they're saying they're getting results where people are seeing different artworks and it's like changing what they think they're smelling. Or like how they're perceiving like what they're smelling. Right. And they're like doing this out in museums in like France, France, I believe. I think that's where it is. Oh, snap. That's, that's cool. Tired. Yeah. That's crazy. That sounds very interesting, but I don't know if it gets if it gets too popular. That's one of those kind of exhibits where you go to the museum and you have to like reserve a, a time slot, and uh-huh. it's probably going to be like a certain amount of people within the, the the segmented space where you can do the scenting with the. It's one of those things that's like kind of gimmicky because, like, you know, you can't really ever pause a scent, right? right. So you can't ever like. You can't ever save this or buy it, really, per se, you know? So it's kind of, it's a little bit gimmicky, like, more of an experience again, like, with the blow-up stuff. Yeah, it's definitely an experience. Like, it's a one-time type of thing, but you can't, like, buy it and then it be worth something in a million years. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like a, it's he, a the one thing with different... him is, I wouldn't say it's gimmicky, because, like, he was actually, like, that's, his whole career was perfume. But, like, he literally has, like, yeah. I guess he said, like, tens of thousands of different scents in, like, these little bottles and vases. And, like, yeah. he, like, researches it, like, really in-depth and, like... Yeah. Oh, I definitely. mean, I still think it's a great idea and it's amazing. Like, I would love to go it, see it. It reminds me of the, like, fashion wing in the Met. It's... They yeah. might have... They might have some... There might eventually be a scent wing. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at SBA there was like there was an art scent class. I signed up. Oh, for this really? Class, yeah. But it got canceled because not oh. enough people signed up for it. Wow. Like, yeah, I was into it. Like I was like, I could do this. I want to try it and see what it's like. I could so see that. I can here. feel that. You know. But it was. I think it's like a little gimmicky. I think people. It would be something that people need to experience. You know. For it to like, yeah, really like for, catch for, on and like for expand. a certain amount of time, like you can't really, like it's like reminds me of like the scratch and sniff stuff. So I, I guess he's doing something <laughs> else, and he's doing like a he calls it a scent composition. It's like a machine, oh. and like hmm. I guess people come sit in, like these little benches in like this room, and the machine mm. like gives off different smells for like his twelve minute uh, composition while like listening to music uh. and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's like, like a four different scents, like one right after the other. Mm. So it's like a James Terrell, but with with smell instead like of smell. light. That'd be cool. Yeah, it sounds like he did a really good job. Yeah, yeah that's not. This dude sounds like. Nah, he sounds like he, not top like he's like really like really into it and like I guess it's in certain like I said certain exhibits. I think I 
believe in Germany or France. I can't remember exactly, but somewhere around there. Mm. Uh, and he so even throws in animal feces among like the sixty-four cents for people. So there's that nice addition. Nice. I mean, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not art unless you throw some shit in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So my last art. Uh, news thing was the first uh, cryptocurrency art auction is taking place. Oh, what? Yeah. Shut the front door. It's like an online auction for Andy Warhol's 14 small electric chairs. And it's going up for sale and it's done through like blockchain and like all like oh, cryptocurrency. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I haven't heard about that. I've not heard about yeah. that. But what I have to say about that is that's probably oh my god, what's that company called? With the what what's this cryptocurrency? I mean, it's the company, hold on, let me look. Cuz basically what this is going to so do So the gallery is, is Dadiani Gallery in London. Mm. And they've collaborated with I don't know how you say their name. M A E C N C-E-N-A-S. I guess it's like an online art investment platform, but they use blockchain. So they they accept like Bitcoin and a couple other virtual currencies, basically, to pay for it. That's interesting. The art, yeah. Oh, they just accept it. Yeah. Yeah. No, their auction stuff is built on blockchain. All right, so cryptocurrency is confusing already, but like basically they're built on blockchain so they can perform the transactions like anonymously and like without it getting, like, hacked or corrupt or whatever. and But they mm-hmm. accept, like, only cryptocurrencies. Yeah. To oh. pay for, like, the artwork. Only. So not... So it's just for... It basically means, like, you know, we're just for the rich of the rich of the rich of the rich. Of I the guess. Rich. I mean, cryptocurrency so is supposed to be for the 99%, you know? You don't even It's supposed to break free from the bank. It, it was no, but it's it's definitely a rich people thing. It's not like most people don't know that you actually can make money. Like you, like you can come up with a kind of money, and Acon's if doing enough it. people agree with its value Acon's and its tradability, it. then yeah, it becomes what it is. Yeah, but even hmm. when you want to buy things, or like, hmm, say that again. I said Akon is doing it. Broke up a little bit. Akon? Yeah. In Africa and is creating his own cryptocurrency. So like it can be real shady, but then it can be good at the same time. So I don't know. Like but I just thought it was interesting that an art auction is doing it through cryptocurrency. Yeah. I mean there's been a few guys that tried to get other dispensaries to invest in one currency. I don't know if I'm breaking news that hasn't happened yet. I don't know if they ever no, got I'm it through. Sure. So a lot of people, people everybody's but... looking at blockchain and cryptocurrency. Banks were everybody, for sure. Yeah, but they wanted to also make physical cards with, like, like gold, um, like, backed by gold. You can't so back like, cryptocurrency by gold. It's possible. No, it's not technically. If the weight, gold is based on weight, and, like, I mean, essentially... It's it's kind of it would be tied to the gold, but it would it would still, as a separate currency, be able to expand because it 
It's like somebody could flip it. You know how people flip like food stamps? Like somebody could sell you that cryptocurrency for more than its actual value because it's nobody else has that currency. Essentially. Yeah, we're getting a little deep end, and I'm not uh, <laughs> <laughs> to have this full on conversation about that cryptocurrency talk. <laughs> y'all can research all this shit yourself, but uh, conspiracy theory. If you got some Bitcoin, you can go auction on a war- Andy Warhol piece. No thanks. Um, I know that like some private schools are ex- are are accepting Bitcoin as their tuition. Really? Yeah, like up at, in the Upper East Side, yeah. <laughs> That's as much as I know. Hence the rich. <laughs> Hence the richest. Hence the richest of the rich. Just waiting for the blow up in everybody's face, honestly. For All real. it takes is a good little dive in the stock market. And oh, yeah. Which happens all the time. I mean, it just kind of recently happened. And that's why I was so, like, shocked at, like, this thing you're talking about. Because I mean, it's still, we were, like, still there, man. The concept, because yeah. the concept is so appealing. That's why. <clears throat> yeah. So it's really high risk. All right, moving on from cryptocurrency and all that shit. The uh, <laughs> Smithsonian, I guess, is having African American Art Film Festival. Okay. And uh, I guess Black Panther. They're putting Black Panther's uh, costume is going to be in the Smithsonian, at least for like. Oh. How do you feel about? <laughs> That's funny. Like it just happened. Like, like it just came out. You know, it's kind of crazy. It's already being like. Yeah, but it's a movie. The greatest. Like our greatest. Okay. I don't know. You guys did that. Here's your here's your one right here. You guys did. Here's your yeah. Yeah. Here's your Power Rangers. Like I I I love the movie, but it's not like I don't feel like it's you know. I don't know, man. Representative. Yeah, it's like our landmark moment. Like this is our biggest moment in history. Like you got Black Panther. Like, but even it right, being like representative the of imagine- your actual history. It's really a joke. Like no. And it's, it's kind really of weird joke. that it's African American film because it's not. It's owned by Marvel and Disney, which is yeah. It's not African-American. a black. Yeah, it was black directed that's, that's so Smithsonian but it's not like they do that they like to do that it's cause it gets it's people in the there Native Americans too it's cause like, it gets people in there you know yeah for sure I get why they do it but it's just weird that it's being talked about as like this our greatest black film ever you know like yeah. it's not even a black <laughs> film and it's not even that's a real crazy. it's not even a real story so it's like alright we gotta pump our brakes a little bit I think you know yeah I mean, it's got its satire, but <laughs> I love <laughs> no the movie. I love the movie, but it was a little anti-Islam. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yes. What and what aspects? Yeah. See, he, you can't. Even, you don't even. You don't even see it. No, I did. But like, remember in the beginning when you know they were like in this. Um, there were there was a bunch of women and they had their hijabs on there and they were in the back of this van or whatever. Yeah, they were getting taken sudden, away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And then they got rescued. And then when they got rescued, they took their hijab off. Like, oh my god, I'm rescued now. Well, I don't believe in God anymore. Isn't that which kind is fine. of what's going on in certain parts, like in Nigeria with uh, El Shabab and how they're like kidnapping certain. It's not about the kidnapping of the women. It's about how they visually represented it. 
It's not about like those things don't happen. It's about how Islam is visually represented in American fucking cinema. True. I mean, I didn't notice it. You for know, sure. it's like yeah. exactly. But that's yeah. the, that's like the hurtful. Like yeah. that's like the saddest part about it is yeah. that most people don't notice it or see anything wrong with it at all. Yeah. But, but that's what, that's what exactly how that's called. Manipulation. Some subliminal stuff in there, for sure. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's but that's why... what comics kind of came from. Or like, the popularized comic because of politics and them, like, making the superhero beat up the country's bad men that were, like, like the Russians and, like, they made, like, a name. And, like, Captain America. Come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Totally. But when they first started out, it was, like, when everybody was... You know, yeah. So now, if you're gonna make a movie, like, yeah. But I mean, they're still doing it. I mean, it was a really great movie. I love the movie, but that little part, I was like, yeah, I didn't catch that. Why? Why did you have to do that? You know, why did you have to make you taking off your hijab a symbol of freedom? Like, there's plenty of women Mm -hmm. who putting on the hijab is their freedom. Like, you don't have to keep saying that same. Bullshit over and over and over again. Every thing you see in American Western media. Yeah, I would have never. You're the first one I've ever heard that like, for sure aspect from like that scene in the movie. I never. Yeah. Never would have thought. Do you have about a lot it. of Muslim yeah. friends? Do you have a lot of Muslim women? I got friends? a couple actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. I do. I got a couple. And yeah. Name, I know. I mean, I didn't like discuss the movie like that with them, but. Yeah. That's just the first take of that part that I've heard, and I'd never noticed it. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you watch it again one day. Well, when I see it, I'm like, oh, okay. It. Like, for sure. Just watch, like, just different. look at it, like, more, like, critically, and you'll see what I'm saying. No, I understand, because, it's, like, as, obviously, as a minority and as a black person, there's a lot of things in movies where we see something, and we're like, yo, what the fuck? And then, like, other people <laughs> yeah. like... You're like, no, oh, they thought that was going to slide? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it didn't slide. I like, <laughs> and, you know, white people are like, well, you know, people that don't have our experience are like, what are you talking about? It doesn't even mean like, it doesn't like, but we know. Yeah. You know, we know the And then they yeah, make sure. you seem like you're crazy. Yeah. Like the Dumbo, <laughs> like Dumbo for sure. Like that was, oh, one. Yeah. that was a big one. Like my parents hate mm. that movie. <laughs> Dog, that movie is so fucked up. You know they come out the live one this year, I think. They just released yeah. a trailer. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a new one coming out. I'm like, they're never gonna get rid of Jim Crow. They'll never get rid of Jim Crow. I guarantee if the crows are <laughs> if the crows are in there, it's they're gonna, gonna be, be black way too. different. It's gonna be they're way gonna be different niggas. than what it was. They're though. gonna be with, they're gonna have cigars. Nah, they're, they're gonna, gonna be they're smoking black and milds, shooting dice. Oh my god, they're gonna put a turban on on them. They're going to make them do something, dog. It's going to be interesting. I want to see what they do. Because they didn't even, like, hint at that in the trailer. So, like, like, I want to see. They're not going to hint at it. It's just going to be a surprise, like she said. Like, you're just there and you're like, oh. I honestly don't even Uh, think they're going to be Or they can be, like, something completely different, honestly. Yeah. Hopefully they don't fuck I don't think they'll go that route. Because they already get a lot of shit for I don't really know how I feel about it. It's, like, a good story, Dumbo and shit. But, like. I was called Dumbo because I had big ears a lot, so I like hate the name. And then, like, there's already all the layers of like fucking racism in it that you're just like you have to peel back all this like distrust for the movie just to like enjoy it as a cartoon. 
So it's like, I don't even know if I fuck with Nah, I think I've only seen it once. My parents didn't like that moment. I, have seen, I think I've seen it once, like a million years ago. I don't even remember. The only thing happens. that's cool about it is that he flies yeah, with he his flies ears. Spoiler alert if you've ever seen this old fucking things. movie. But like, <laughs> he flies with his big ears. So it's, you know, so it's this, yeah. Yeah, um, so, I mean, we're getting that one. We think we're getting Mulan, Lion King, like, everything. Oh, yeah, all this live-action stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Disney movies in general. I mean, all media, all TV shows, all movies, pretty much all the news is racist, biased, and prejudiced. Well, for period. sure. Period. I mean, don't you think most people are prejudiced? in general period i think everybody is biased for sure you have your own bias right you look you know like i like green and don't like yellow i think everybody's prejudiced so you're you're more biased to buying green things than yellow things but prejudice is when you're you make a specific action you know that is like damaging to somebody else i think most people are prejudiced but i think it's less than bias. Yeah. I think maybe. bias is more natural and prejudice is more taught societally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of friends of different races that I made, like, in college, for sure, that I had Like, we're really good friends, but for sure, like, they were prejudiced before, like, you know, became friends and met because just the way they grew yeah. up and, like, their circle of people they grew up around, you know, shapes the way they mm-hmm. view other yeah. cultures and races for sure. But so I don't know. I think yeah. I think most places, yeah. if you didn't grow up like in a diverse setting, you'll find a lot of prejudice. Yeah. So have you? Do you remember too many cooks on Adult Swim? Barely. I uh, no, I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. No. You didn't watch it. No. Like the ten minute video where it's like you think it's like a commercial or it's like the the parody satire on like uh all those old sitcom like intros from like the eighties and nineties. Then like I don't it just know. keeps going on and on and on. And then I like, feel like I did, but I didn't know I was watching it and like I'd probably just forgot it I watched it. I don't think it was something I would like remember what we watched. Well I don't know, what it came out a year or two ago. Well, you should watch it again. But yeah, I that guy who did that I... teamed up with Adult Swim and like he did another video. Mm. And it's just as crazy. Well, I'm going to have to definitely find it. What's that video again? Just make sure. Too Many Cooks is the name of the Too first video. And the second video, I don't know the name. I don't... Well, hold on. Final Deployment 4 is the next one. Mm. Final it's like this one's twice as long, but it's like it's, <laughs> that sounds like some adult swim. And it's the adult shit swim though. shit where like you know it, it keeps going on and on and on, and then it's like all right, maybe this is too long, and then and then like some crazy shit ha- starts to happen, and like it mm. just gets it's just adult swim basically type of material. Oh, okay. You should definitely watch too many cooks and then watch this one. Okay, I can't, I can't <laughs> even that. like really describe it to you. Yeah. You just have to watch it. I feel you. <laughs> I'll check it out. <laughs> but, um... So my last news item, I just thought it was funny. Um, 
Pornhub has become more accessible with closed captioning. What did you say about what? closed captioning? Pornhub just added closed captioning to their videos. What? <laughs> yeah, I just what saw some of the news items. It means there's going to be subtitles. Like official subtitles for porn. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> they don't, didn't, they didn't have that before. <laughs> no, no, apparently not. And I guess now I they're guess. becoming more I didn't accessible. even know... There was a, a want for that. Kind well, of right, like who? Like, like it was like, man, you know, this is missing subtitles. I really need to need to hear this story. <laughs> what is she? Oh, what I was that? I need to know what she's saying uh, right now. Uh, saying oh my right god, now. that's crazy. It makes a difference. That's for people so they can like have no volume, but they know what's going on or something. So right, they, they put up like, they put up a screenshot. They put up like oh. like they took a snap of one of the captions, and it was just like. Mm, like the whole way, like that uh, that's what picture. I'm saying. Like it's just gonna be a bunch of letters. Like they don't talk. Like, like there's like what three words sometimes. Like sometimes there's zero words. So it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's zero words. It starts and, it, and they finish and it cuts. And you're like, that would be crazy. Close captioning. <laughs> no words. I don't think they would like translate that. They would have to. It's That's close caption. They did. Yeah. They did. The screenshot they did. They like put it yeah. as a caption. It's crazy. <laughs> That's weird to me. Where but do you get your news from? Everywhere. <laughs> Where was this a specific article? Uh, I forget which actual article. I forget which place it was, but it was. I just thought it was pretty. I didn't hear news. about this. That's strange. <laughs> So, uh, back to media, like movies, TVs, shows. Have you caught up on, have you seen Deadpool 2 yet? No. I knew there was a movie. I was like, I forgot about it. I got caught up in the wave of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I didn't see Deadpool 2 yet. It's been super busy, but I'm kind of mad about that. Um, yeah, I'm feeling like weird. I'm like, I kind of feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, really oh, forward to the movie. I haven't I seen Deadpool? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I feel really weird about that. But yeah, I got to see that soon. That one came out. Uh, Solo came out. I'm not too big. I haven't anymore. seen that yet. Yeah. I didn't even see that. Movies are so expensive here. We don't go out to the theater that much. How much are they in New York? It's like twenty dollars. Twenty dollars? Yeah. It's like <laughs> oh, that's that minimum. Crazy, that. Your yeah. mat. Our matinee is like twelve bucks. And it's not even a nice theater. No. It's like regular. So I'll pay yeah. 20 but then it might be 18 but then I pay like $2 so I can reserve a seat or something. $20 like, is like the, the just to go there the movie and, and like the dinner ones out here. I don't know if you heard of those. Well, yeah, we got those. Yeah, those like we 20. go, but then you we have to buy the dinner. But on top even of the, the ones, it just really depends on the location. The cheaper ones are going to be the the more shitty theaters, basically. So like, the more expensive the ticket, the better the theater is. Yeah, but at least it's like between thirteen and fifteen. Tickets here right? are still like ten fifty. Yeah, I wish I could get a ticket for ten. And they got like the recliner chairs with the leather, the crazy. wide leather recliner oh, chairs. I've never been God. in a recliner chair. No, yeah. oh, oh my God, it's the most comfortable watching TV. movie never. watching experience. That's like Colorado. That shit is amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Where ten fifty theaters are new, brand new. Like the the theaters here aren't really new. Yeah, New York's got a lot. They're just pocketing all that money they're making. Yeah, but yeah. then when they get some shit like that, that's gonna cost twenty five. Or 30. Yeah. 
They'd be like, oh, you want the reclining leather in New York, bruh? $45. And you want a drink? But you haven't even ordered the drink or paid for it yet? I'm going to need 30 35 yeah. You can only buy the ticket if you buy dinner. Facts. <laughs> Two item minimum. Entree and drink. Yeah, I've been in a while, so I think I'm going to have to go because Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out this weekend, too. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp looks yeah. like a really dope Marvel film. Probably a, good, a perfect one for the summer, I think. Nah, they, no, that's what everybody's saying. Like, this is what you needed for the summer, like, to follow Avengers, basically. Yeah, for sure. They needed comedy relief. Yeah. Because Thanos killed everybody. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, which you should have by now. I mean, how have you not heard? Somebody had to say something. Like, Thanos ain't... You seen a meme. Like, the fuck? You know what... You know what the goblet... You know what the stones... You seen the pictures. So we haven't seen recent movies. We've been kind of slagging that area. But TV shows, what have you seen, at least? Um, so what um, have you finished? I watched the new season of... Um, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, oh it's still going. You finished you. that whole thing. That's what yes, I said. It's still going. I was like, what? It's been fourteen years, Damn. and they still have a story to tell. It's all the same original cast. Like it's crazy. No, it's well, not, not original, original cast. Yeah, it's not the original. But there cast. is like a few people. There's that a lot been on though there from the very beginning because they probably There's make a lot of money, and they're like, why would I do anything else? Yeah, they're just stuck with that paycheck. Facts. Easy. But, but how much stories can there actually be to tell at this point? Like, I feel. Like I look over there. It still looks I good. I still love it. It's still elevating. It's awkward. They still find more stuff. I still watch it. It's just like you know. It's Is awesome. it basically like a soap opera There's at this like point, a... though? Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. It's full-fledged soap opera. So soap but, opera's but, running for like 30 years. But there's a lot of like futuristic yeah, this, science that's what they, involved. They would like to do that. Because the hospital could. and the experiments and like the operations and the surgeries they do is so not real. Like it's so like elevated. It's exaggerated technology. To like, like there's no way you could do what they're doing. But it's cool and because... That interests like, you still? That would like... It's like, like sci-fi. What is this shit? It's... You like sci-fi? It's kind of like, like Bones Trek. or something like that. I wonder why like, sci-fi was like Star Trek or something. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of like, like Star Trek. It's like, what do you think Star Trek was back then? But it's the actually day? a like, full-on oh. sci-fi show. Like, they're in space. They have, like, aliens that have, like, yeah, okay. asses on it's their heads. It's not full-on so, like... sci-fi. <laughs> I understand that you may not like to watch it, but mm. I do. The only hospital <laughs> show. He doesn't watch it with me. He well, puts well, his sure. earphones no on. Choice. If he was alone, he would never. <laughs> no. What's no, your... he doesn't even watch it. He puts his earphones oh, on. Oh, does he? And, like, does <laughs> random stuff on the computer. What's your... We're just in complete separate worlds. The only hospital shows I've seen are that, House and uh, Scrubs. Those are the only two ones I watched. Scrubs is cool. Scrubs is funny. And House. House was good. House is good, and then it was, like, And then it got bad. House annoying. was good for a while. Yeah, it was good, and then it got like bad pretty bad pretty quickly. Yeah, it got really weird. I was like, how do you guys go from Academy Award... To like, you run out of stories, then you start doing some weird <laughs> shit, and like that's what that's what should be happening with Grey's Anatomy. So they should have stopped when we thought they were over. It's like the Simpsons, have done with <laughs> yeah, the Simpsons, a lot of stuff because you got to recast voice actors and shit. Family Guy, and everybody it's knows Family Guy shit now. It's just a lot of shows. Yeah. Do you watch Kimmy Schmidt? 
I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's like a really stupid show. Stupid show. Well, it's not. It's just really annoying. Is show. that the Unbreakable? Unbreakable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched. I saw a trailer for it on like Netflix. I think it was Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the trailer just annoyed me so much that I was like, "There's no way I'm watching this." She's really. I told you, she's really annoying. annoying. She's really annoying. But the other characters are funny. And it's placed in New York, so it's kind of cool to yeah. see, like, where they're at sometimes. It's like... Just that positive. Ah. Like, I'm positive, but, like, being that positive and, like, naive is, like, just <laughs> that, but that's, so that's aggravating exactly and annoying like, that like, I can't watch this. Yeah. But that's why, like, she's basically making fun of every white girl ever existed. <laughs> so that's why it's funny sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to watch it. But, it. but, you know, the storyline is, like, that she was one of the mole girls, you know, that... You know, the you, you heard about that story where this guy took, like, three or four women and, and hid them in their basement for, like, ten years? Yeah, like the guy in Cleveland? Yeah, right? But I don't so think they that's her, like <laughs> But that's her background story in this show. Okay. Is that she was under this guy's control, Reverend, Reverend whatever, and yeah. the Reverend is played by the star in Mad Men. What's his name? Don Draper. Yeah, Don Draper is the reverend. Okay. And he was, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, he's that's like his this backstory. Kooky, weird, hippie. So that's why she's like super she's weird like in a and covenant, naive. basically. For like 15 years of her life, and then she was let out because somebody's, you know, they saved her or whatever. So, and then she moved to New York, and now she's like trying to readjust in okay. the world. I mean, that's cool. the Sounds story. like an interesting concept, but just her character just was so, like. Her and like that two minute trailer was so like I'm done with yeah. this that I was like I'm yeah. not watching this. Yeah. I did finish Luke Cage season two. Um, mm-hmm. You told me you only saw season episode five, you're on. Yeah. So what was the last thing that happened? Um. Well, what's his name? Well, the Bushman. Wait, pause for a second. Spoiler alert on Luke Cage up to episode five for people, because <laughs> we are gonna at least talk a little bit. Because I have to say, I mean, first like, five there's not that many spoilers. Yeah. So Bushmaster. Yeah, Bushmaster. Or Bushmaster. 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 But yeah, if you, if yeah, he's he's like I'm Bushmaster. He's got such a strong accent. That you- <laughs> 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 I know they wrote that in too. That was so funny. Like, yeah. like you don't know if he's making new singing or what is he saying? Like, yeah, I was like, what? But yeah, um, he. Wow, what's the last thing he did? Uh, I'm trying to think. Episode five. Episode he like attacked. He attacks Luke Cage, and then they have that like ultimate flight where the guy records everything. Yeah, okay. That's like, so he knocked his ass out. And then, yeah, he knocked it out, but then we we watched after that, where his girlfriend runs away and goes off. Oh, so she leaves. And what what else happens? So after Rosario Dawson leaves... Like, that's where we started getting tired. No, something (laughs) happened. Oh, she leaves before that, though, because they couldn't call... Yeah, she leaves before that, but she's not in the episode, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. And then what else happens? I don't remember. I'm be honest, I don't the, remember. The woman that. with her daughter. The oh, the lady. daughter thing. That's what that was, too, dude. That whole, like, um, 
uh, fundraiser shit where she like introduced her daughter as like, uh, okay. reuniting. And he's like, he has a concussion basically. Right. Okay, just right. a concussion. Yeah. That's the level we're at. But I feel like it ended with some weird cliffhanger or some shit, but I don't, I don't remember exactly. Three, hit that camera for me real quick. Yeah, cause I'm. Yeah, I'm probably um, gonna watch so, it after this. <laughs> so I don't even remember any of that because the first like part of the series is super forgettable for me. Um, yeah. Oh, so it gets like crazy. I won't say it get crazy. Well, not crazy. I won't say it gets like all out crazy, but it gets substantially better for sure. I'll say that. Like substantially better. As long as it's on an uphill <laughs> swing instead of a downhill swing. If it got worse from here He's like, I don't even remember that. Yeah, if it got worse, I'd be mad like, alright, we're probably not gonna finish it. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Luke Cage, I think Delano um might have a couple <coughs> of his his pieces in like a the background of a scene, yeah. like on a wall somewhere. I gotta look it up. You but have to let I me believe know. Because yeah. um, they did it Alright so they do a really good job Of like incorporating Like black artists And black musicians For sure but The music is always amazing And Luke Cage And especially season 2 I think they take it To like a whole nother level right. They get like live performances From like KRS-One And like all these other Spoiler but like A lot of artists The live performance so That's what I love about this season Is these extended Performances Like many concerts basically um, Yeah That's a dope they pick great songs, like when he's fighting and all that. Um, mm-hmm. So, like you know, her first season, it it like starts out pretty good, and then like it gets really boring and like bad towards the end. Yeah, it's the opposite here. Like it starts out kind of forgettable, but then like I say about halfway okay. through, like things start to like really kick into gear. Because mm-hmm. I hated that they brought uh, what's her name Maria back. Yeah, I thought she was terrible in the first one uh, and annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in this one, for most of it, she's still like annoying to me, and like, man, please just give somebody just get her out of here. Yeah. But then you kind of like towards the end, you kind of need her, and like it kind of sets up a lot of stuff. And like, there's some really deep okay. moments in this one. And yeah. Bushmaster in the first half is very forgettable for me. Like, he doesn't do a whole lot. Just pops mm-hmm. up every now and then. He's not even really... He's, he's never really, like, the main villain. I kind of appreciate them building a little backstory, though. But they're doing this... They were doing it really slow. Right. Like, they could have packed in his revenge plot in one episode. <laughs> but they, like... Oh, you haven't even seen any look. of his... I you know. That's really, what I'm no, seeing. No. Like, this what part you is got dragging. So far For me, like... that part is... I'm at the drag part of, like, all right, Bushmaster. Where are we going from here? Yeah, because at the first I'm like, all right, so he's not fighting that much. He's not doing that much. Yeah, but he's like somehow connected to that other woman. Yeah, Maria. Well, What's her name? Yeah, Maria. Like he's connected to her somehow. Oh, they're very connected. Like they're very, very connected. Oh, it's business for sure. It's yeah. money. She, they probably killed her grand or his his. He said something about his mom, so like I don't know what, but something about his family. Sounds like he's hurt. He's a bit hurt. Well, when he went to the when he went there. They were drinking the family batch that only their two families knew how to make. Bushmaster. Bushmaster. It was called Bushmaster. He's like, they was drinking Bushmaster. 
Like, yeah, so he probably feels betrayed about something. Yeah, he was. Oh, it gets deep. Uh, All right, I will say it gets deep. Like, their whole connection (laughs) and, like, his backstory gets real deep, like, towards the end of the season. Nah, I won't go that. It doesn't go that deep. But it's like, they're very connected (laughs) from, like, basically their entire lives. And it's kind of like the Killmonger, like, type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely. It's good. It's much better. Uh,. I'll tell you right now, there's some, like, team-up moments between certain people, like, mm. from the other shows that come in, and, like, it picks it up. The fighting's much better than the first season. He's not just, like, pushing people and shit, and, like, you know. Yeah. So, it was good. It was much better the first season. Starts out still super five slow. Bushmaster's kind of lit. Bushmaster, I really liked him by the end of the show. Maria, I actually liked that she was in it by the end of the show, and... It sets it up for like some interesting things for the third season. It's like just yeah. much better done than the first season for sure. Which is good because this is probably the best out yeah. of the Defenders series. Did you ever watch the Black Lightning show? I watched, I want to say like maybe five or six episodes. I know, that's what we did. We watched like a few episodes. Yeah. And then just I didn't really feel the first few episodes I watched. I was like, eh. Yeah. It's really hard to get into. It feels a little bit more sitcom, like like early two thousands, like Smallville ish. You know, like to, like yeah, the way possibly. it's written and, and his powers, the way they work and stuff. So, because it's like it's hard to get introduced to a superhero that's old. That's so it's unknown. Like, it's like first of all, yeah, it's unknown and old. Just so and then you meet like, him and like his whole family is involved. And like it's not like the Flash where yeah. like it's super cool with all his powers right it's like so it's interesting like they building him up as a figurehead in the community I felt um, like they were a bit heavy handed on like the whole uh, inner city aspect of it like they were going ham I was, I was like alright like, <laughs> if it was like for like if I was trying to figure out what, what it was like the overall goal so I have to finish the season to see if there's like an actual kind of more Directed. Thing, they weren't subtle a lot of it at all. Still, I'll say that. I mean, a lot of it. I mean, the, it's definitely the angle for it, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to check it out later, but I just couldn't. There's good parts. There's, it just didn't grab me. Like, like I wasn't like, all right, I need to finish this right now. I was watching so many other shows, and I was just like, oh, right. oh same here. Yeah, you that's have to why watch I had Queen of the South. Queen of the Queen South. of South. Okay, you go ahead and talk about this because you were you were high up on it up beginning. I'm gonna hype it up some more. He probably wouldn't have watched it. I was definitely gonna watch it. You kidding me? I watched all the narcos and everything. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Okay, so Queen of South is like she's the female and she's like the female Escobar, basically. So like you probably wouldn't have clicked on it, and it says Queen of the South. That's like so like anti male. (laughs) That's like don't click on me. Don't click on me. Okay. I can see that happening. I can see Matt man not wanting to click on that because of the picture and it saying Queen of the South. I didn't click like, on it because I just oh, felt like it was like, going to be a knockoff be... Narcos. Yeah, it feels like it's going to be shitty. Uh, the title like is really Narcos. Narcos. You know? I didn't think it was going to be shitty. I just didn't think it was going to be great. Yeah, I didn't I think it would be great. Like when I saw the trailer, no, but I was it's, like, No, eh. but like, let me tell you right now because like, it's great. Honestly... I'm surprised you haven't seen it because, look. I haven't even seen all of Narcos. You're going to think I'm crazy. You're going to think I'm crazy. I have to say this, but you're going to think I'm crazy. 
this is like the female Breaking Bad kind of like it's like that well done. Okay, yeah, no, you, you gotta pump your brakes right there. You don't say better. You gotta pump your brakes right there. It's better. Better than because Breaking I Bad. I didn't, I didn't really like Breaking Bad. So. What? You watched all five seasons. No, because I didn't exactly. like it. Oh, so you didn't want, watch it. You haven't That's watched it. You don't understand the story, so you like can't it. say. You probably I've watched all of season both. one. So I'm giving the opinion that it's like a female version. Oh, of hold on, hold on. So how far <laughs> did you get in Breaking Bad? I don't maybe like a few episodes. In oh my god! All right, so it's impossible. Your opinion is uh, is irrelevant because if you don't yeah, want get no, past season not, one. You know About why? saying it's you know better why? than something. Do you know why? You have... <laughs> because I didn't need to see it. You have Every to see. Damn person right. has seen it. So Dario and I know doesn't more need to about see. it. No. I know. No, I know more about it than Impossible. I should, Not having seen it, but knowing like, knowing what happens and like being involved in like watching what happens is like a completely different level. Like the arch of Breaking Bad is like the greatest yeah. arc on TV I've ever seen in my life. And I don't say that lightly. Yeah, I think I think TV it's hard shows don't for have me to like resolves at the end. Yeah, like they don't end like the, that. The whole the whole show and how everything builds literally perfectly. builds off of the but episodes think, before it and like you know, the whole story before it. It's yeah. harder. So that's what I'm saying I about this show. I don't particularly get like I didn't get into House of Cards either because like uh, I I don't like I don't necessarily like no, but it's like the main male character. Like I, I can't relate to it as much, so I don't get into those types of but shows. But the dad when... from Malcolm in the Middle. All right, fuck Breaking Bad. So Let's talk about Queen of the South, dog. Let's talk about Queen of the South. Yeah, he's good. Walter White, you know, his dad. though. Malcolm in the Middle, though. Did you remember, did you watch Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, I get it. He's a good actor. Okay. There's a lot of good actors. Oh, he's better. He's amazing. But. But okay, no, he's really sound. good, and that was like a breaking moment for him. Oh yeah, like breaking away. I was just trying to use an analogy to explain that you need sorry. to watch a show. It was a yeah, good show. She ruined your analogy, like, by the way. Yeah, I just don't want to talk about. It. It's like Breaking Bad's not say, important. It's like picking like, oh, this is the perfect example for you to understand because you've seen all of it. Not like <laughs> he was trying to say that. There's no need to explain. The Queen of the South. Is, is a great. Breaking all right, so we can't even talk about this. <laughs> He's not going to listen. Doris, I know. First of all, you know, know Doris would never say that about out of his mouth ever. Like, I'm just like you. Just, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to liken it to something. Go ahead, sell me on Queen of the South. Go ahead. I can't now. It's too late. You're just gonna have to check it out now. <laughs> I know it's, it's not better than Breaking Bad. So just sell me on what is, what is it about? First of all, well. It's essentially the. It's like I don't know. It's about the drug cartels between like Texas and Mexico. Okay. So it's kind of like uh, it's like a female narcos. It's like it's like it's mixed in with everything except like there. So imagine one of the kingpins in like the narcos. Is like partners with his wife in the business, but they separate. So like, Don't say so much. spoiler alert. I mean, I'm okay. Yeah, I don't just even... watch it. Queen of the South. I feel like we shouldn't say it. That What's way. it on? Why it. nobody's gonna watch it? You said nobody hears about it. All these people know about it. No, there's people. He's gonna listening. watch it. He's gonna but watch it. But the listeners. But the listeners. 
they're like that. What we you said, gotta give them a reason to Virginia, want to yeah, check this out. They literally are not gonna click on it. You're not giving them a reason to watch this. That's all I'm saying. That's what I was trying to do. I want to like hype it up, but and saying female narcos isn't gonna get most that's male literally listeners. A, that's why you got you got to elaborate. I gotta like you gotta give, give us so, a little more. I can't. Y'all just gonna have to check it out. I guess I'm not allowed. Right? <laughs> like, Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. It's I, a possibility like, that I'll check it out. For sure. No, it's dope. It's a dope show. I finished most of my shows, so yeah. there's a gap, uh, especially in summer. You know, not a lot of new shows come out. I just finished Westworld season two. Yeah, Westworld. I have not gotten to the season two. Season one was tight. I have some very mixed feelings about it. Um, there's some undeniably fucking amazing moments in season two. And then there's some, like, questionable logic. <laughs> there was questionable logic in the first one, but even way more questionable logic in the second one. And yeah. then, like, giant leaps of faith, like, with certain characters. And then mm. people's stories drag on quite a bit, for sure. Yeah. By the time you get to the end. Um, there's some mm. twists, of course. And I don't know. I would say you have to watch it just for the story to see kind of how it continues from season one. Yeah. But after this season, I'm not super excited for like future seasons. Right. But like, obviously, like, see, vis- and that's the opposite. Visually, that's two seasons. Visually, it's amazing. Two seasons of Westworld. I watched two seasons of Queen of the South and I fiending for season three. That's what I have to say about it. That's that is why you should so watch you Queen of the South. Okay. <laughs> no, because like this is the way. This is the only way. Like that's that's the way. That was a that was a better way to put it. It's basically. I, I promise you, you you'll probably be wanting to watch more Queen of the South, and you won't feel this way after you watch it. Well, you'd have to watch season two of Westworld. Oh, I've, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll agree. Some with people you love it. I mean, like I said, there's some parts like I absolutely love that I think are like some of the best moments on TV I've seen in years or ever. Yeah. But then there's like some parts I'm just like, well, this is going on for a bit too long, or like the, the, the they do go mm-hmm. to Shogun World, which not a spoiler, they already kind of teased. And Shogun right. World is fucking epic. I'll say that. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, it so lives up there... to every expectation, and then so interesting. Uh, oh, I thought that was going to be the hardest part. I was like, how the fuck are they going to do that? It was amazing. Like, well, it was amazing. Uh, they did it well, extremely well. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, like the story isn't the best of this one. Like the story, of the first one was cool. This one is like they're just kind of feels like they're just figuring shit out almost on the way, like just adding more wrinkles along the way, and then like the big twists and the reason at the end isn't like that interesting, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just like, all right, like where do you even go from here? And do I even care where you go from here? Like it felt like a pretty complete arc mm-hmm. where they could like leave it off if they wanted to. Uh. So I don't know. Hmm. Oh, it's definitely a watch but I wasn't like that into it as I was in the first one yeah but it still <laughs> looks cool as fuck I'll say that mm-hmm. visually it's like one of the most impressive shows out there nice but yeah I mean, that's all I watched still waiting on Game of Thrones another year mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Another year, and then yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Is that what you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gone into Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I knew he's gonna fucking this. But now. you know, we've already you know, talked about those, this. Those two characters got married in real life. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? They did. Jon Snow and the redhead. I don't know. What I her forget name her name too. They got married <laughs> in real life. Yeah. I was shocked. I didn't even know they were like a thing. I knew they were a thing. But I didn't know they were getting married. That's crazy. Yeah, they're like in the first few seasons. Their love story is in the first few seasons. <laughs> and it's like such an epic love story. You know, Game of okay, Thrones has brought them together, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So there's romance in there for everybody, you know? It brings people together. That's <laughs> a must-watch, Game of Thrones. I don't know about Queen of <laughs> Game of Thrones for sure. Darice. Yeah. You know, I've tried like two times, two or three times to get him to watch it with me. And he just zones out. I don't know. You don't, it just doesn't interest you for some reason. Wait till it's over. It's the last season. That's what I'm saying. Is it the last season? It has to be finished before I'm going to start it. There's two more seasons. Two more seasons. Yeah. But they filmed, I think, everything. Yeah, they're just, yeah. That's why I like, took a break because there was like so much shit they had to film and it's just way more epic than even the last season, which was mind-blowing, bro. I don't, bro, I don't know of what you're course. doing with your life, but Game you of Thrones mean, is literally... I like, that's the kind of show I'm not like waiting for. I don't wait for shows like that. That shit has to be done like a movie. I get to finish it on my own time. That's how I did Breaking you know Bad. That's why I can agree with you. That's why I, that's, I didn't watch Breaking Bad on cable like everybody else. I waited till it was over with so I could watch the complete five seasons and not be interrupted while binging. That's so, like five seasons, like 45 minute episodes. This is like eight seasons of like hour plus episodes. So that's what I'm saying. It's going to be <laughs> it's gonna a take big, you forever. You know, month. It's going to take me a month, month and a half. And, you, and so much shit has probably great. already been spoiled also, for you. Like... Not really. No, it won't no. be in context, so it really doesn't matter. And then I'll get things. I'll be like, oh, that's why they made blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's funny. I'll just say there's moments in here that it will leave you like, what the fuck? Like, more than any show ever, bro. Like, for real. I don't know about that. I promise you. That's, a, that's heavy. I 100, I 100% guarantee you. I mean, you. but it, this this show does have a long... This is a lot of seasons for a show like this, so yeah. I, I can probably believe that. I guarantee there's moments it's where you'll be like, like, it's like really fantastical. Yeah, jaw no, drops, jaw dropped, and like it's a high budget production. It's like hard to keep shows. Like well, the really wasn't that high fantasy it. until like the last two seasons. It was really grounded. Really? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, they they were focused. Like you had moments like, before of they like started to expand, stuff, but it wasn't like really into like. There was like two we kingdoms dragons, in the first one. Like, like they the had to explode. Yeah, like, the little babies, but not like it yeah, is now. All, they had the the crazy people. The walkers, white walkers. Yeah, that was. You saw the movie. moments of them, but now it's like Lord of the Rings, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that That's sense. the best way to describe it. Like yeah. the battle scenes in here. Oh yeah, Lord of the Rings like, you like level. Lord of um, two of them. Yeah. Two of them. Which one do you like? <laughs> Which one didn't I like? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't like the second one. 
boxes. I don't like lag. The second one just felt like I was wasting my time. But the first one's obviously the best one. And then... I mean, the third one's just kind of dope. It's just like, it's weird. There's a lot of, like, melancholy that turns into, like... That actually turns into something. I felt like I, I had melancholy. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like the middle. I just don't like the middle. The middle of Lord of the Rings is awkward as fuck. I hated it. There were some amazing moments in the second one, though. There were great moments, but the whole movie itself, I had to wait an hour like for, for each moment. It was like three good moments in an hour in between. They fought with Saruman. They went to their... They're going to the tower. Yes. And then that like that giant battle like with Rohan that one, or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. That was yeah, the second one, right? That battle was amazing. That battle was dope. You know, yeah. he's, you know, he's coming out with another movie, his first original movie. What? Well, oh, I saw then, that. Called like Mortal Engines. Yeah, I didn't know what I thought. I was I was really confused. It I didn't looks know if crazy and weird as fuck. That's cool. It's like giant cities, like London is like. On a mm. tank, basically. He's moving probably across had this the for a while. And just wanted to do it. But didn't get a chance until now. It's a little weird. I don't know. don't know if I'll see it. Yeah. In theaters, for sure. And probably not. <laughs> but, I mean, you guys let us know what you guys have been watching. Uh, if you've seen Finished Luke Cage Season 2 or Westworld Season 2. Or if you're one of the three people out there that have seen Queen of the South, let us know. <laughs> what you think about it? Uh, <laughs> tell us if you've been to any art shows recently that you think were dope or anything, or if you have any questions, comments, topic suggestions about the plethora of things, plethora of things we've talked about today. <laughs> um, yeah, and you can do that below the comments wherever this goes up: YouTube, our site, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever. And we will get back to you. Or you can email us directly at podcast at livinglifefears.co. Or go to livinglifefears.co slash podcast and fill out the form. We will try to get back to you there. Uh, you can catch us Twitter, Facebook, anywhere like at livinglifefearless or at LLF official. You can catch me personally at IMD Hunt. You can catch Darice Ware. Artist D. Walker. And Sarah. And- S.C. McDari. We will have these up in the description <laughs> on the video for you guys. Uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Talk to us. Love the comments. Love the whatever suggestions you guys send us. Um, again, this is June 28, 2018. The latest episode of The Fearless Show. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening. Subscribe, comment, share, like. Do whatever. Help this go out there even more. And we will be back shortly. Peace. Peace, y'all. Keep living life fearless.